Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hurry, hurry, hurry to Monday matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. And welcome to Sonic Society, the world's largest showcase of modern audio theater. Tonight is episode 554. I'm Jack Ward. And I'm David Alt. David, are you finally recovered from your trip? Absolutely, yes. I'm back to the grindstone. It's back into the routine and I have lots of tea. So, yes. <laughs> well, grab yourself that tea and we'll delve right into the conclusion of Kingdom of Night by Josh Price and episodes 3, 4 and 5. A full show again. What joy. And it all begins right here on the Sonic Society. And so, Rayante found himself at the graves of his family, as he did every day when his duties to Emperor Vishon were at an end. Grief-stricken, the poor man found his mind filled with images, memories from a not-so-distant past. Oh, oh my, oh my, Kalina! Briante, no. They're gone. There... There isn't anything left now. I just thank the gods you went inside too. How... How did this happen? Natalia? I have news, Riante. I am with child. Oh, oh, Natalia! <laughs> Riante, wake up. Wake your sister. I need her now. Riante, it's a boy. Ah, uh, I have a son. Natalia, <laughs> she didn't. She didn't make it, Riante. I'm so sorry. What? What? No. No, you. You're not serious. You. Oh. God. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
Natalia. Natalia. Someone should send for Anaya. She'd want her sister to be here at a time like this. I will. You stay here and watch over the baby. Lightning Bolt Theater of the Mind presents Kingdom of Darkness, Arc 1, The Legend of Kintalia. Rayante had been so lost in those painful memories. He did not notice the sun setting or his sister Talina approaching. I thought I might find you here. I just hate to leave them here. I know you don't believe me, but their deaths aren't your fault. So you keep telling me, but Talina, think about it. If I had been there the night of the fire, it never would have happened. You don't know that. You might have died too. I may as well have. Maybe then I wouldn't have killed my own wife. Riante, you have to stop doing this. I know hearing this doesn't make it any better, but many women die bearing children. It's not your fault. They're gone and there isn't anything we can do about it. But we are alive. We have to go on and live our lives the best we can. It's what they would have wanted for us. Natalia would have wanted you to do your best to raise your son. Our family and your wife are the past, but he is the future. We have each other and him, as well as Anaya. She's doing a great job being a mother to him, but he needs you. He needs his father. You're right. Between being here and wishing I had done something different and, and being protector of Anastroph, I... I have not been much of a father. It's time for you to let go of the past. Return to the land of the living. Now, let's go get something to eat, shall we? Kintalia, it is said that when we speak to you or think our thoughts towards you, you can hear us. So know this. I believe that the ancient prophecy has been set in motion, and I am acting on that notion accordingly. I must admit that I do not know exactly how to carry out my plan to its fullest extent, and for that, I ask for your help. Kintalia, O Great One, give me a sign. Help me to see how to carry out the events that will lead to your rebirth to our world. Without delay, his precious mistress flooded his mind with images of her rescue. A rescue that was centuries in the making. <sighs> All of you, come quickly. I have been shown the way. I have been given a vision from Kintalia herself. She has shown me exactly the way to carry out our sacred duty to bring her back to us. Before she was banished, she made an amulet. It is said that this is where she originally got her powers from, and it is over there on that wall. 
It is of no use to us, because only she can teach another how to use the power within it. Her power. She must have copied the power from it within her own being, and has kept the amulet around just in case it's of any use to her. And now it is. What is the plan? What has she shown you? First, she wants us to begin a ritual. One that will blur the realm of dreams within her own dimension. This will enable her to cross over into Rente's dream, and deceive him into freeing her. Once that is done, she wills me to go to him and ensure that she has gotten him to do her will. Once I am sure that she has convinced him to aid her, I am to give him the amulet, which will immediately begin to turn him evil, making him like us, almost, a loyal disciple that carries out her every whim. When do we begin? Soon. I must prepare for the ritual, so leave me as there are some things I must attend to first. I just fed him and put him to sleep. He should sleep all night. Thank you, Anaya. I truly appreciate your help, as I'm sure Natalia would have. It's really no trouble, Rianti. It's the least I can do for you. Now I want to get going, before darkness I really don't understand why you don't just move in here. You spend all your time here anyway. It's not that I don't appreciate the offer, Talina. I do. It's just that, for right now, you three need your space. Maybe someday, but not now. As you wish. Alright, I'll see you both later. So, what were you thinking about making for dinner? Is do alright? Whatever you decide will be fine with me. The strangest thing happened to me today. What do you mean? Well, it started before the sun had even come up over the hills. The Emperor sent me on a mission. I was to kill any and all cloaked men I saw. Why? He didn't say. He just said that they had malicious intent towards the kingdom and I was to kill them if I came across them. Hmm. I easily dispatched three of them, but then a fourth appeared out of nowhere. And he told me that not even I could stop what was happening, and that I, along with everyone else in Anastroph, would know what he meant, in time. What do you think he meant? Do you think another kingdom is going to declare war on us? I don't know, but that's not even the strangest part. He vanished. He was there one second, and completely gone the next. There are several sorcerers in this land. Why does that shock you? I don't know. I guess it's just that I've never seen that sort of thing with my own eyes before. Really? Healing remedies, spells, yes, but never an actual vanishing. But that's not even the end of it. I went to tell the Emperor of what had happened, and some woman named Sage stormed in, accusing me of killing both herself and the Emperor in some vision. That's absurd. You'd never- I know, but you should have been there to see the look in her eyes. She was so sure, so sure it was me in her vision. I almost feel bad for her and would like to help her, but I'd rather not have to deal with her trying to kill me again. Better to leave well enough alone. What did Vachon say? Just that she was- wrong. As he had told the cloaked demons he would, 
Nullith began putting his plan into motion at that very moment. On the wings of the cool evening breeze that blew through Reante and Talina's open window, the voice of Nullith commanded their attention and put them into a magical trance. Rente, Talina, hear me. Focus on my voice. Let my wishes become your actions. You are both very tired and wish to go to sleep this instant. Talina, you will stay with the baby for the night. Now, both of you will carry out my will as if it were your own. Unaware that they were now to act out the will of another, the two siblings came out of the trance as quickly as they had fallen prey to it, neither of them knowing any time had passed at all. Uh, I, I'm sorry, what, what were you saying? I don't know. If you don't mind, I'm exhausted and just want to go to sleep. Yeah, alright, me too. Do you want to keep watch over the baby, or do you want me to? I will. It sounds like you had a pretty strange day. I could use some peace and quiet. Alright. You have been listening to Kingdom of Darkness, Arc 1, The Legend of Kintalia, Episode 3. Written, directed, and produced by Joshua J. Price, with additional sound engineering by Tanya Milevich. This episode featured the voice talents of... Tanya Milevich as Mavikin, Matt Weller as Riante, Alexa Chipman as Talina, and Seth Bramwell as Nilith. Guest stars include Elizabeth Liu as Natalia and Fondolin Valentine as Anaya. Wallers include Joshua Price and Rahul Kirup. Royalty-free music was obtained from composers Kai Hartwig, Kevin McLeod, and Paul Cantrell. Sound effects were gathered from the Free Sound Project Sound Snap, and Sound Dogs. All other sound effects were self-produced. This radio drama falls under the 3.0 Creative Commons United States license. Thank you for listening, and we hope you've enjoyed this presentation. Stay tuned for another podcast preview you may enjoy. been a lightning bolt theater of the mind production thank you for choosing kpow we know you have many choices along the radio dial and appreciate you tuning into los angeles number one frequency louise i'm home oh donald thank goodness you're here it's james come on with it donald He's done something horrific. Recently, he began working on a new radio serial. Love, honor, and decay. You know... Uh, it's oh my, my favorite serial! We're such big fans. It's uh, my new favorite serial. I mean, I listen faithfully to Compassion and Consequence first, but then... Where's my radio show? I don't want to miss the next broadcast. <laughs> the idiot left to start a career in radio serials. <laughs> Can you believe that? What a maroon. Not... Really? He writes trashy romance novels. Where's my radio show? I I read. Books? Uh, I'm a reader. Books? This? It's a book. Where's my radio show? The needles are dancing all over. Two more hours of scooping up this blood and then I can finally relax. Love, honor, and decay. Love, honor, and decay is brought to you by Spishak Brand. Spishak. 
No finer name to trust. Spishak Brands. From Spishak. That's right. Spishak. Spishak. From Spishak. 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 From Spishak. Spishak. Don't break you. Someone must be messing with the signal. There from the beginning, seeing you through the years of love, honor, and until decay. Is this some nutcase talking nonsense? Choosing K Pow. What, what's that sound? Tuning into Los Angeles number one frequency. Where's my radio show? What? To Los Angeles number one frequency. Where's my radio show? This is the station that broadcasts love, honor, and decay. You won't understand until you hear it. Tune in. Dang it! I can't get the signal to stay. To stay. To stay. Do you listen to KPOW? How victorious Nullith must have felt as he stood before his ritual fire in the middle of the woods skirting the castle grounds. Alright, I've just completed phase one. Both Rente and his sister are fast asleep. It is now time to begin phase two. I want you to keep the ritual going here while I go and assure that Cantalia has gotten to Rente. By the time I get there, he should already be in the dream world with her. When he awakens, I will bring him forth to begin phase three. Now begin! Lightning Bolt Theater of the Mind presents Kingdom of Darkness, Arc 1, The Legend of Kintalia. And it had, of course, for Reante found himself in a strange forest, unaware at first that he was in a world between dreams and a realm containing the exiled sorceress. Kintalia's skill for deception was as great as her skills in the ways of sorcery, and when she appeared to him, it was in the guise of pure innocence. A look she borrowed from someone she had long ago known and abandoned. Beautiful place, isn't it? Where am I? The line that divides the world of dreams and other existing worlds is quite thin. With a little help, that line can easily be blurred. You are somewhere among that blurred place. Well, I suppose that answers the first question. As for my second, who are you? My name is Kintalia. The same Kintalia from the stories? Yes, but I'm not what you're thinking I am. You mean to tell me you aren't the same cold-hearted bitch that would stop at nothing to fulfill her plans of world domination? Look at me. Do I look threatening to you? What you and the rest of the world know of me is nothing but lies. The one in green, 
who I'm sure you've heard of, is the one who did those evil things. He did horrific things to thousands of people, and then used his dark powers to make everyone think that it was I. He banished me here, where I live in solitude as an immortal, while he and his descendants rule my kingdom. He even made sure that I could channel your world and see everything and everyone, but could never interact. So you want me to believe that you are a saint, and that the one in green is evil? That's right, and I need your help. Help with what? The Emperor version is kin to the one in green. It is said that I can only return when all of his kin are dead, but only if there was one with strength enough to lift me from my dimension. You are the one. Me? How do you know? Because the spell wouldn't have worked if you weren't. It wouldn't have brought you to me. You cast a spell to bring me here. No. I have descendants of friends in your world. They sent you to me. What do you ask of me? Tonight, when the moon is high in the night sky, I need you to kill the Emperor Vershan. Never! I took an oath of loyalty for the kingdom. I would never betray that oath for anyone. You must. Why? You'll see. Confident that her part of the deception had been a success, she raised her arms and used her power to send him flying backwards. He vanished from her realm, mid-flight. When he had gone, Gintalia smiled proudly to herself, and as she turned to walk away, her entire appearance reverted to as dark and menacing a presence as her other image had been pure. Though her face remained the same, her clothing, her demeanor, and especially the look in her eyes, became that of the Cantalia everyone feared. Rayante bolted upright in bed as his consciousness returned to his body. A look of shock washed over his face when he saw none other than Nullith standing casually at the foot of his bed. Rente, it wasn't a dream. Nullith? What are you doing here in the middle of the night? We need to talk and there isn't much time. Where you were moments ago was not a dream. You were with the real Quintalia. Wait a minute. How do you know I don't have about... a lot of time to explain, but the truth is I am not exactly who you think I am. I am a god for the Emperor, yes, but I have been keeping myself alive for centuries. I've been waiting for you to be ordained as the Chosen One. I've been waiting to help you bring the real Kintalia back. So what you're saying is the woman in my dream is the real Kintalia? What she says is true, and the one in green is evil? Yes. She was one of the great empresses of this land until the one in green came in and usurped the kingdom. That doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. The one in green began the peaceful way. This kingdom has been run that way since the time of her banishment. If he was such a tyrant, then why isn't the kingdom being run into the ground? Ah, uh, as I said, I've been keeping myself alive since the Empress was banished. It was I who brought the kingdom from darkness. Then why aren't you the Emperor? That is not my place. I am a servant. Kintalia is the Empress. I could never rule her kingdom. 
Then why is it that Kintalia told me that Vershan was the last living descendant of the one in green, and that it was the reason that I had to kill him? Because Vershan is his descendant. He sneaked into the castle and killed the last emperor and his sons. He then claimed that he was the emperor's son by another woman. He claimed that he had avenged his father's death, and the people declared that him emperor. That can't be. Something like that would be common knowledge. No, this knowledge had been exclusive to the royal and the rich, and kept secret from the masses. Then tell me why you did nothing to stop him. By the time I realized what had happened, it was too late. I've been designing how to handle this, pretending to know nothing. When Sage foresaw you killing the Emperor, I realized that the ancient prophecy had begun. You are the one to kill that villain and free our glorious leader. Understand? I don't want to call you a liar, old friend, but something seems off. I took an oath of loyalty for the Emperor, and I won't break it by killing Vershan. I must warn you that even though we've been friends, if I hear any more talk like this, I will stop you at any cost. I was afraid you'd say that. Listen, I didn't want to tell you this because of all you have endured regarding your family. Tell me what? I encountered an oracle. Out of nowhere, she said to me that the sister to the protector of Anastrof was destined to die, and that the only one that could save her from this was the one from centuries ago. After a few moments, I understood what that meant. And then after Sage's vision, I really understood. Now I'm here, telling you what needs to be done. What is the right thing to Why do? Why would you have not come to me the instant you heard about Talina's destiny? I'm telling you now. We don't have a lot of time. Tonight is the night you must kill the Emperor. Tonight, or all is lost. If this is to happen, I'll have to sneak into the castle. If I'm caught, I'll be killed. I'm one step ahead of you. Kentalia's amulet. This tool was designed to help the Chosen One get past the night guards and servants unnoticed to help you to free her. Wait a minute. Kentalia knew of her banishment ahead of time? That knowledge is lost. The important thing is that this will help you do what needs to be done. Fine. Give it to me. Excellent. Completely oblivious to the true nature of the object of raw power being held up before him, Rayante took the amulet from Nullith, and in so doing, made one of the biggest mistakes of his life as he placed it around his neck. A darkness fell over the room, and made him shudder under the weight of it. Brilliant. Now let us make haste while the night is still upon us. Just hold on. I need to check on my sister and the baby before I go. I already have. Now let's hurry before the Oracle's prophecy comes true. Alright. I take it we're headed to the fire up there? Not we. I am. You must now go to the castle while I consult several of my- Though Nullith was as good at the art of deception as Kintalia herself was, his plans were almost ruined in that moment. Rayante had spotted the cloaked demons waiting for Nullith around the fire, and wasted no time in charging them with the intent to kill. If only Rayante had not put the amulet on, he may have been able to think more clearly. He may have been able to figure out that Nullith and Kintalia had manipulated him and had him right where they wanted him. But I suppose that is of very little importance now. 
Therefore, he did not. Rente, no! These were the men that were attacking the kingdom just yesterday. They would not have attacked you had you not attacked them first. They are the friends of Quintalia, the true empress. That cannot be. The emperor sent me after them because they were brutally murdering any- Any assassins sent after them. What? Do you honestly think that you were the first he has sent to kill us? All those supposed dead villagers were just assassins that had failed in their duty. The Emperor told me I was the only one he trusted enough to send after them. Have you learned nothing tonight? Your Emperor lies! He is nothing but a dark tyrant seeking to bring Anistoff back into the darkness of his iron fist. Right. I will return shortly. I have to hand it to him. He's a smart bastard. He found every hole in the lie I told him. It was unbelievable. I thought for sure I'd fail. How did you end up getting him to agree? Why, I did what I said, naturally. I used his sister's life as a good enough reason to free Kintalia. <laughs> you truly are smarter than me. <laughs> Undoubtedly. Now, we need to begin the chant. We are the other half of the plan. It is our ritual in unison with Vashan's death that will bring her to us. You have been listening to Kingdom of Darkness, Arc 1, Legends of Kintalia, Episode 4, written, directed, and produced by Joshua J. Price. Additional sound engineering by Tanya Milevich. This episode featured the voice talents of Tanya Milevich as Mavikin, Seth Bramwell as Nala, Matt Weller as Rayante, and Deborah Adams as Kintalia. Wallers included Carrie Michael Ayers and Raul Cure. Royalty-free music was obtained from composers Kai Hartwig and Kevin McLeod. Sound effects were gathered from the free sound project Sound Snap and Sound Dogs. All other sound effects were self-produced. This radio drama falls under the 3.0 Creative Commons United States license. We thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to stay tuned in for another podcast preview that you may enjoy. Thank you. This has been a Lightning Bolt Theater of the Mind production. This is it, baby. Let's do this. On the next episode of Edict Zero, FIS. It's a nice day to die. You say that every day. Oh my god. We are witnessing an attack on the embassy. I have a perch that offers a remarkable view of the event. Can we RCE an entire city? There's no containing anything anymore. Oh wow, they're using bad tech. 
crafted together, bad, bad tech. Look at the bypass. Look they what don't they're playing care. with. That's madness. That's madness. The reports from the ground say that there's just four assailants. I can't buy that these four people that I'm reading about would be willing to die. Members of a highly disciplined sleeper cell could live normal lives for decades, raise families. There's not much footage of this last guy. I believe that we have identified him. His name was Roy Murph. I'm pumped to see what these new babies can do. Roy Murph shares nothing in common with the others, except that he was recently deceased. We haven't found a connection yet. It was not cool. Hey. Okay? I thought it was. <laughs> hey! Exploding into fiery chunks isn't a pleasant experience. That's nothing. I was power fragged by one of the green suits. Freaking obliterated by the hand of God. Here's one of our guys who is obviously on a killing joy run. Let's get it off. Don't you mean get it off? <laughs> what he did with his hand, is that a gang sign? No, it's a throwing of the horns. Louis Fonti, he's a beloved fourth grade school teacher from St. Augustine. Ooh, yeah! Seems more like a child playing a video game, doesn't he? I can't wait to go in again. The driver of the van. Try not to blow off the front end of the van with that BFG when we go to penetrate. You worry about your driving. David McCready. I'll deliver Reggie's payload. Rack up more frags than all three of you. In your dreams. <laughs> is he the leader of this subgroup? No. Look how chilly is about all of but it. But he is controlled and deliberate. Zeke, the Avenger. The first one down buys dinner. He's an alpha. Loner alpha. So why is he doing this? He wouldn't be if he was a loner or an alpha. Being both is a paradox, is it? Can you be both? The world has enough comedy. Look around. It's everywhere. Sigma would be my vote. The undermining alpha nemesis. Friendly fire. It's on you. David McCready from Falkirk, North Island was a drifter. This guy is focused and invested in what he's doing, but at the same time, he looks kind of bored. He has nothing to prove or win. Everything does. He has nothing to gain. He has, he has nothing to lose. All that he was to aspire to was dying well. Look at Michelle Hopkins. She is disciplined. Seek, go, Joey, go. I'll keep them busy. Housewife from Howardsburg, mother of two boys. One minute she's baking cookies and playing house. The next, she's on a rooftop with a wind gauge and a sniper rifle. Defend the system, and you get what you get. You know, you're all about the sacrifice. Miss Anxious Betty Homemaker is responsible for at least 20 of the military casualties. Forget about the helicopter. She took down a freaking chopper. Down you go. Down you go. We know next to nothing.
nothing about who is behind this. There could be another attack at any time. You do what you do because you think she's still watching you. If that was possible, she wouldn't have died in my fucking arms. Okay. Yeah, that's right. She died. Saving my soul will save yours. I must gone a long time ago. It's too late for both of us. Now we have people being raised from the dead. I had enough keeping me up at night already. How many of them have we both lost to the lie? To this place? You. One company. In the darkness. There's no company, Sam. There's no anything. They'll die alone. They were dead, but somehow alive at the same time from the sounds of it. But are we all a little dead inside? Resnick was a good choice. She fears nothing. Is that going to be a problem? Clearance, now, please. You sense the world through much different eyes now. I am a coder. The language of the gods. Boy, everything changes. Just as everything dies. She will. The rain. Fueled by the desire to save his sister, Rayante arrived at the castle on horseback in no time at all, ignoring the uneasy feeling in the dark corners of his mind. I know without a doubt that the power of the amulet helped quiet those thoughts considerably. Lightning Bolt Theater of the Mind presents Kingdom of Darkness, Arc 1, The Legend of Kintalia. Aided by the power of the amulets, Rayonte stalked unnoticed through the castle passageways. Not even the castle's magical wards detected his presence, as they surely would have in any other circumstance. Kintalia's amulet had a stronger magic than this kingdom had seen in centuries. Finally, Rayante made his way into the royal bedchamber. I sympathize with the struggle that must have been taking place within his mind. The choice between the Emperor's life and his sister. Nullith had told him many lies and condemned the man that lay before him peacefully asleep. But Rayante had always gotten along with the man so well. 
In the end, he did what he felt he must do for Talina. He drew his sword and drove it straight into Emperor Vashon's heart. Nothing could have prepared Rayante or the rest of the world for what happened in that moment. The act of Vashon's murder coupled with the ritual that Nalith and his cloaked assassins were performing sent a ripple through the space-time continuum and ruined the fabric of reality. All that had existed was changed instantly. The earth shook with the intensity of the power being summoned. Vashon's dead body disappeared. Talina and the baby materialized in the next room, dressed as royalty. Rayonte looked down to see no sword in his hand, and royal robes covering him from head to toe. And worst of all, in the woods, before the ritual fire where Nalith stood, a portal opened, and Kintalia crossed the veil between her dimension and ours. Nalith and the cloaked demon stared in awe and fear at their leader who was unleashed upon an unprepared, unsuspecting world. Welcome back, my highness. How the world has missed you. It is said that when we think thoughts, you can hear us. Is this true? Yes. You played into my plan perfectly, Nalith. And Riante, he has the amulet. Yes, just as you showed me in the vision. Excellent. Your Highness, there are two women. I already know about them, and I know what to do. I will destroy them for you. You would die in your attempt. I will handle it. Meanwhile, Riante still stood in the royal bedchamber as confused as anyone would have been at the events that had taken place around him. For even those well-versed in the art of magic like myself would have been disoriented. Lost in his own thoughts, he started at the knock. Maya? Are you alright? I... I can explain. You see, Pardon I... Me, sire. I heard a loud noise and I thought I'd check on you. But I see that you're fine, so I'll be leaving now. I'm sorry to have disturbed you. What? Without warning, Kintalia chose that very moment to use magic to summon Reante to her, vanishing and reappearing for the first time, especially when unprepared for the experience, can be very unpleasant. Come. I think it's best that we step into the shadows for this. Sire? You never told me that I'd become Emperor if I killed him for you. Be still and sit, Riante. I didn't tell you because I feared you wouldn't agree to it. I have many plans for you. The only reason that I said that I would help free you was to save my sister, Talina. What kind of plans are you speaking of? People still fear me because of the name that the one in green left for me. 
I plan to reclaim my long-lost kingdom through you. You want me to rule this kingdom for you? Yes, and to be quite honest, there is much work to be done. Like what? First and foremost, before anything else is done, there are two women with the gift. With enough power to kill me. I want you to kill them so they can no longer pose a threat. I believe I know the women you speak of. When do you want this done? In a few days. My powers are still weak, and I won't be ready to teach you until then. Teach me what? That amulet gives you great power. Power that mirrors my own. I must teach you how to use it. Powers? I like the sounds of that. But I only agree to do this if you ensure my sister's safety. After all, the only reason I killed Vershawn was to protect her. Certainly, Riante. If everyone believes that I have been the Emperor my whole life, then does that mean that Talina believes this too? Yes. Then does she live at the castle? Yes. Then may I have your leave to go there and check on her to be sure that she's alright? Of course. And my son? What about my son? He is there too. You have been listening to Kingdom of Darkness, Arc 1, The Legend of Kintalia, Episode 5, written, directed, and produced by Joshua J. Price, with additional sound engineering by Tanya Milevich. This episode included the voice talents of Tanya Milevich as Mavikin, Matt Weller as Riante, Deborah Adams as Kintalia, Seth Bramwell as Nolith, and Kristen Mass as Alyssa the Castle Servant. Wallers include Joshua Price and Tanya Milevich. Royalty-free music was obtained from composers Kai Hartwig and Kevin McLeod. Sound effects gathered from the Free Sound Project, SoundSnap, SoundDogs, and Self-Produced. This radio drama falls under a 3.0 Creative Commons United States license. We thank you for listening and hope you've enjoyed this presentation. Be sure to stay tuned for another podcast preview you may enjoy. Theater of the Mind production. My name is Lee Power. I'm a radio personality, podcaster, and paranormal investigator. And in this short promotional trailer, I'd like you to imagine yourself walking through a dark, dungeon-like chamber. Water drips from the ceiling and pools on the floor. Rats scurry around your feet. And there's an overwhelming smell of decay in the air. And as you step up to the urinal and unbutton your flies, you think to yourself, these really are the worst pub toilets I've ever seen. A Scottish podcast, Scotland's finest dramatised horror podcast, 
find us at scottishpodcast.com. And that's this week's show. Be sure to join us next Tuesday for another grand audio drama, including a new EVP show. That's right, David. The recently released Pets from the Wavefront Anthology will be on the bill. Looking forward to it. But until then, I'm David Alt. And I'm Jack Ward. Thank you for joining us. And good night. Night. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen, the demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour, bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural... Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com.